hours, and uh, I thought uh, as a capper I would show you this. One of my most uh, prized possessions, this here, Robin. Yeah. A guitar that Mr. Eddie, Edward Van Halen gave me. And as you huh. can see, this guitar, I got a piece of plastic over the neck, but this guitar is called Wolfgang, named after his son. Uh-huh. Steve, Steve Nowicki, eat your heart out. Um and Fred. You didn't build that? Eddie just gave that to you. Eddie gave this to me. You can see it's called Wolfgang. And on it, Eddie wrote, there we go. Maybe you can see that. Can you see that? I it see says, the writing. I can't read it. Howard, I don't care what people say about you, really, in parentheses, or me. All the best, Eddie Van Halen. And uh, looks like he put the date. Looks like 98, something like that. Beautiful. And, uh, there you go. Where'd you and get he, that from? From Eddie. No, I meant where did you take it from to show it to us? Hangs did on you my have wall, that right? in a what? Hangs, hangs on my wall right outside the studio here. I see. So I show it off to my friends when they come over. I and I'm see. like, you have it on display. Yeah, and everyone goes, "Oh, wow, you uh, you play?" I go, "No." <laughs> Oh, they, you know Eddie? I go, not really. Not all that well. <laughs> well, he did call you a few times. Oh, many times, yeah. Did you yeah. ever call him back, or did no. you just pick no. up because you no. saw he was calling? I always picked up when he called. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Um, now, Steve, comment and Fred comment on your jealousy of my guitar. Go ahead. We'd like to hear I'm it. very happy for you. It's a oh. beautiful guitar. Thank you. And Steve, tell me it's you're amazing. happy. You're happy it's too. Amazing. Oh, I'm I'm so happy. That guitar is the culmination of all of his tinkering with guitars and fucking messing messing with them and tearing them apart. That's just oh, it's amazing. I'm I'm so glad you have that. Well, well, you're better people than I am. I would be angry with you for having that, and I, but I didn't have it. Well, thank you. He'd say you rat bastard. Yeah, yeah, you rat bastard. Give me that. What the fuck are you doing with that? But anyway, that's a prized possession of mine. I don't save many things, but that I do save. Uh, Beautiful. okay. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Let me get right to this. Fans have written in. Uh, they say they like when I talk politics. They like our whole rap on Trump and COVID-19 the other day. They say, Howard, keep it up. I'm grateful to hear your take. That's what the show's supposed to be about. Um, you're supposed to, you've always been honest with us. To, I do like hearing your political opinions, whether I agree with them or not. Okay, I'll keep that up then. Uh, sports teams. Um, everyone agrees that I was too hard on JD and that I'm an asshole for I telling know. JD. People are into these national teams now that you can be from anywhere and follow any team. Well, on Tuesday's show, I talked about how I always root for the sports teams of the city that I was currently living in. When I was in Detroit, I was a Detroit fan. When I lived in Washington, D.C., I was a Washington fan. Um, Gary, JD, and others didn't understand it, and evidently neither did the listeners. Howard, you're showing how little you know about sports fans when you use the analogy of working for different radio stations. You're in the minority on your fan philosophy. Stick to dick jokes and vagina pussy. Gary is exactly right on this. Well, it goes on to say in this one, Howard, you're wrong about sports fandom. Uh, just keep watching The Real Housewives and The Bachelor. Uh, and finally, Howard, you really have to stop saying that people should only root for the home team of the city they're living in. He's got the nerve to call J.D. a douche without realizing that he's the one that sounds like a douche. 
He doesn't even watch sports like actual fans do. He needs to shut the fuck up. Listen, I'll say it one last time and we'll drop the subject. J.D. lived in Cincinnati. It was not a good experience. If J.D. was a guy who lived here a couple of years even, I tell you, okay, let him be a Cincinnati fan. This kid came to New York. He now works on a radio show. He has friends. He has a wife. He got laid here. Never got laid in Cincinnati. At some point, you kind of go, you know what? I think I'm more of a New Yorker than I am a guy from Cincinnati. Cincinnati did nothing for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you kind of go, you know what? New York's my town. Sorry. (laughs) Fuck you. That's how I feel. Sorry. But that's it. It's enough already. It's obnoxious. New York has been so good to this guy. It has changed his life living in New York. And you got to stop. At some point, it's just kind of repugnant. Oh, I love our Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Go back to Cincinnati then. If you love them so much. I mean, all of a sudden, this guy moves to New York and people are fighting over his friendship. And Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, the New York has been magic. You, you know, the magic. A lot of people are calling me right now, and I, I wasn't going to take any more calls, but they're upset with Jeff the Drunk. They say he sounds like a baby. This is balls. He wants to get in. Um, uh, the, uh, this is about the last segment. Hey, though, Howard. Make it quick. I'm in the middle of a lot. I have got to get to a lot. I've been perfected my impression of Jeff the Drunk. Away, I'm a big fucking pussy. Don't pick up on that fucker anymore, dude. I hate him. All right, uh, balls from Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> By the way, Marianne from Brooklyn was attacked. Uh, she wants to say something about Jeff the Drunk. Go ahead, Marianne. I'll give you the Howard, I have a few. I have a few things to say. First, thanks for picking up on me, Howard. Screw you, Jeff. Here's another pickup, Jeff. Wow, wow, wow. And I want to say, Howard, this is the greatest show today. The thing about Eddie Van Halen is talent. Uh, Craig Gass calling in Tom. And, and also, Howard, Wolfie, his son, wrote the most incredible tribute to his father. Uh, that he, If any parent could have that tribute, it's amazing. Fuck you, Jeff. I sent you Bisquick. You could bought your own Bisquick. Or I talked you up the life ten times. All right. Marianne from Brooklyn, very upset with Jeff the Drunk. But, I mean, what it was, she, she got hit with some shrapnel on the Jeff the Drunk call. You don't hit Marianne with shrapnel and not expect a response. You bet. Uh, also, a lot of people wrote in about bougie badass, boozy badass. Oh, boozy badass, the guy we were playing in JD's clips. Yes, JD presented some clips of the rapper boozy badass. He was on Instagram trying to get girls to take their clothes off, and the fans want to hear more boozy clips. I don't even enjoy <laughs> rap, Howard, but I am now a huge boozy badass fan. Please book him on the show. We're Thinking about that, we're going to have a big meeting about it. Yeah, that. we don't know anything about Boozy's music. We only know about his shout-outs. Howard, is it me, or do you? Do I sense a new whackpacker in Boozy Badass? Uh, finally, the Boozy Badass segment was hilarious. We need to learn more about him. He seems like an interesting man, especially in quarantine. And uh, there you go. We even took some clips of Boozy screaming on Instagram and remixed them into a new song. So we are we are even creating. We're creating music with Boozy. Yeah. I'd play it for you right now. Here you go. Just a little, little Fuck bit. Fuck all that, man. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. 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 Fuck all that, man
there you go. A little boozy badass. That's hysterical. And, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to monitor what his, his music account. sounds like. That's right. We like it. All right. Now, um, okay, let me get to this, too, because I think this is very strong. We asked, um, okay, you're going to remember this. We asked George Takei, the brilliant George Takei Sulu from, of course, Star Trek fame and our announcer. We asked George Takei to record a couple of drops to use for a prank call. We used the drops to call an internet sports show. I played it for you last week. Uh, the the basic uh, premise of the call was that George wanted the host to he wanted to say to the host, "What do you think of George Takei?" And 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 the host had no patience for George Takei. Uh, Listen up, this is what happened when I played it for you a week ago. So let me just go to the callers. Hello, how are you? Hey, what's going on? My name is Brad. Love the show. Hey, Brad. I wanted you to weigh in on the age-old debate, Star Wars or Star Trek. Um, Brad, this is a Cowboys postgame show, Brad. Do you like George Takei? I don't even know who George Takei is, bro. What are you talking about? Who is George Takei? Oh, so you hate George Takei. I don't hate him. That, that are has you a homophobe? Is that it? <laughs> is this George Takei? Me? Yeah. I'm not George Takei. Um, George Takei would never want to hang out with you. Sir, this is a Cowboys postgame show. And you call in here talking about George Takei. What I want to ask you is, when was the last time you sucked George Takei's dick? Um, because well, for some reason, you're calling a Cowboys postgame show. Oh, yes, indeed. To talk about George Takei. Yes. So somehow, some way, his dick was in your mouth or your anus, and I want to know when. There you go. Oh, my. Wow. Well, then we said we were in a meeting, oh. and we all, we all agreed it would be fun to take the same exact George Takei drops and call other shows with them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this time, we found a program about factory unions. What? There's a show yeah. for that? There's a show about factory unions. And they seem, uh, this is my impression anyway, they seem charmed by George at first. And then, then it, you know, then of course, they yeah, hated him. It went him, bad. You know. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we called into this show 12, time, 12 times over the course of an hour. Oh. So what you're hearing is everything edited down into one version. Uh, and they were still talking about it. It was so traumatic for them. They were talking about it into the following week of shows. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So here it is for the first time. George now calling in a radio show about factory unions. A union brother's not supposed to be able to put your ass on notice. You would do exactly what I would do, Jimmy. We would bust his face right there on the spot. 973. I think you're coming on. Hello. Here how you are go. you? Hello. Hello. Hi. Love the show. My oh. name is Brad. Oh. Hello, Brad. I wanted you to weigh in on the age-old debate, Go ahead. Star Wars or Star Trek. I yeah. don't, never watched either one, so I don't know. I've uh, watched both of them. It doesn't make me a difference. Really? I used to in, really enjoy Star Trek. So. I think Star Trek is far and away the better franchise. Yeah. It's about mankind's true potential, uh-huh. not just pointless laser swords. Star Wars? Yeah, that, I think that's, that's it. I'll just go and say it. Chewbacca is dumb. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm solo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Yeah. It's lazy writing is what it is. So you have Star Wars or Star Trek. Let me ask you a question then. Unionized work or non-unionized work? Who was your favorite cast member of the original series? Uh, uh, an Asian gentleman, perhaps? Hmm. <laughs> you do sound like one of the actors. Almost sounds like Sulu. Sulu, by far the most interesting character in over 50 years of Star Trek. Let me ask you something. Now, the man I'm thinking about uh, was on Star Trek. Sounds like you. Oh. His boyfriend, his name is Brad. George Takei. You sound like him. Me? Yeah. I'm not George Takei. I didn't think you were. I said you sound like him. Do you like George Takei? don't know nothing about him. He's got an interesting history. That's all I can oh, say. Oh, so you hate George Takei. <laughs> no, I don't. No. No, I don't hate nobody. I, I Uh-oh. said... Oh, hater detected. Set phaser to asshole. <laughs> Brad, let's get you on track. Why would George Takei call your show? <laughs> this is a union show. He's a very busy, very gay man. And so we speak about things about the union. Can I be blunt? Go ahead. Your show stinks. No. Brad, come on. And I bet you personally stink, too. Brad, chill out for a second. It's a union show. George Takei would never want to hang out with you. I didn't. I, give me a bit of this guy. Why He's an idiot. Why don't you go climb into your own wormhole? I didn't say you were George later, Takei. Buddy. By that, I mean butthole. I mean, Live long and kiss my ass. <laughs> wow. I don't know what the hell he wanted. Adrian, do we have a full moon or something going on? Let me see. Uh, Uh, Joe, is that you or is this uh, Sulu? Even if George was stuck in the house for six months (laughs) because of some bullshit virus, hey, grow up. He still wouldn't call you. Wow. Bye, loser. And you can get that. As we say in Klingon. Uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Nice. See, I usually mm. catch this before it gets on by screening. If I don't recognize the area code, I usually screen. It's one of the cause trouble. Yeah, I'm, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's crazy. That's George Troublemaker. <laughs> Just wanted to cause trouble, Robin. So great. Oh my goodness. What's so great too is is like I'm thinking of calling another show because this show's for everything now. There's a show on brain injuries. There's a show on chicken farming. That's amazing. There's a show on living a Jedi lifestyle. Let I mean, me see. I'm going to look for a show. Am I ever going to listen in to the factory union show? Well, of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like George Takei? <laughs> you know what's weird? That call we played last week, too. The guy goes, I don't even know who George Takei is. And then the next thing he knows, he goes, George they Takei. They knew everything. But they then know. they know everything. They knew he mm-hmm. was Sulu. You sound like Sulu. They never heard of the show. And then they go, oh, yeah, and the guy I'm thinking of has a boyfriend named Brad or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, they almost know his address. Yeah. Jeff, we talked to you already today. Come on, man. I'm going to get to the packages now. Yeah, I was just curious. What's all the freaking hatred to, towards me today? Well, hey, you got on the air. I mean, hatred. I, I think people are upset with you because, you know, like Marianne. No, I mean, you- 
Oh, I don't hate you. I love you. I, uh, but who I, hates you? Nobody hates you. I'm just trying well, to say. You sound like I mean pretty vicious. Well, it's just that you get You're so like, angry. Jeff, why isn't Jeff important enough to have a fucking puppet? Oh, uh, uh, uh. uh, come on. You got to take Nobody, a little teasing. We don't know why Jeff isn't important enough to pick up on. We don't uh, know that. We're just we're just okay, asking a question. Good. All right, goodbye, Jeff. Have a good <laughs> There you go. Jeff the drunk, wondering why all the hate. All right, I'm going to call on the following people. Ronnie, the limo driver, Mund, Richard Christie, Gary Delabishi, and Sal <laughs> Gubinelli. And we're going to go, This the guys are keeping me honest. We do this every once in a while. It's called Clean Out the Computer. This is where the guys say, hey, Howard, you skipped this, you skipped that, you never got to this. And Ronnie, you're up first. What do you got for us? So you know how much I love girls and porn and all that kind of stuff. So they asked me to go through uh, the computer and pick out some clips right. of uh, you know stuff that I might like. So I was going through these old clips and I found this old um, like website or web series of um, it was called Ask a Porn Star. Mm-hmm. And w- and one of the topics was uh, what was your craziest fan experience. So I pulled some clips and. Uh, I'm going to go through some of them with you now, if you you don't mind. You know what I'm saying, man? I don't mind. I, uh, <laughs> I, why would I mind? He called on you, Ronnie. You're not yeah, trying to get I, on. I, I You're on. Yeah. 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 All right. Ronnie, uh, obviously showing he put in some rehearsal time this time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. You're on. Right. You're on. Rehearsal clips. time. <laughs> I like yeah, so Ronnie. I, gets I, on. He goes, you may not know this, but uh, I, I um, actually enjoy porno clips. I go, yeah, <laughs> it kind of is your whole personality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Right. So the first clip is about this girl, August Ames. Um, it's about a creepy fan who uh, sends her and her agent a bunch of weird stuff. Hmm. And it, I mean, the guy's really a fucking lunatic. You got to listen to this. Play clip All one. Right. Let me hear. I do have a really creepy fan. Um, he started emailing me every day. Just like creepy stuff, like we're meant to be together, we're getting married, you love me. But then he started sending gifts to my agent for me. And at first it was like gifts for me, just like clothes or just, he would send me some weird shit that I, I was just like, okay, that's weird. But, but then he started sending me his clothes and stuff from his house. And he started sending me letters saying, I'm moving in with you, so start stocking my stuff in your home. Big boxes full of his clothes. Or he sent me like a toaster oven one time. And he's like, this is my toaster oven, plug it in, I'm coming. And just like creepy shit. So he's like kind of next level. He's kind of stalkery. It's a good way to move in with a woman. I'm going to recommend that to Benji. Just yeah, start moving. Just start sending her your stuff. Yeah, yeah, by plug the way, in a toast, oh. plug in a toaster oven. <laughs> Fucking awesome. You know, it's really weird. I've interviewed so many porn stars in my life, and it's all, I, I've noticed that it's almost like fucking guys on camera attracts creeps. And I've noticed this pattern. <laughs> really? You notice a yeah. correlation there? <laughs> yeah. So anybody who fucks guys on camera just know sometimes creeps will appear out of nowhere and start mailing you their clothing and moving in with you against your will. But... Um, by the way, I don't think I've ever heard of a stalker who did that. Look, I'm moving in. So you better start stocking my stuff. Here it is. (laughs) I haven't, I haven't even, that hasn't even happened to you. The, um, (laughs) by the way, this is not so happy. They handed me a note. August Ames, 
the woman you just played killed herself in December Aww. 2017. She was 23. Her friends said it was cyberbullying that uh, drove oh her crazy. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe this guy had something to do with it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. All right, Ronnie, what else? What other clips do you feel are important in the world of porn? Okay, so the next clip, it's about uh, two porn stars um, who have fans who are into shit play. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's the weirdest fucking crap you ever want to hear. So you got to play this clip. And then right. I, I got so many comments on it. It's it's, it's so All fucked right. up. I've had a fan who would like for me to go into a hotel room and to poop in a toilet and to leave it there for him to come back later to eat. This particular gentleman was hoping that uh, he could get a hotel room and that I might come to his room and take a nice poo for him. And he said that it, it was up to me whether or not I wanted to watch him eat it. Mm. I, well, Sal, I bet you're into that. No, no, I, I, I draw the line at shit, Howard. I really yeah. do. Good yeah, for you. Wow, why, you draw why, why the would, line. Yes. <laughs> Hold, on, why, Sal. Why would the, Hold on. Why would the guy want to leave it in the toilet and let it sit? That's what I want to know. Oh, well, I'm, not, I'm not a shit expert. I don't. Sal know. knows. Oh, come on, Sal. You know. Why would he leave the turd in the toilet and let it? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe he the wanted, toilet he was clogged. He wants it. No, he wanted it to sit in there. So what does he want her to do afterwards? Like piss in the bowl also and let it sit in the piss? Like if you want to, you know, eat That's shit. That's called marinating. What are you talking yeah, well, about? Yeah. Robin knows. <laughs> let it soften up. <laughs> so, Ronnie, your, your hang up is that the, the guy wants what? She, he wants a shit he, in the bowl or she wants a shit in the bowl? No, she wants. He, wants, he wants her to shit in the bowl. Leave but not it flush there. it. Leave it Don't there. Don't flush it. Because and maybe he, he wants to look at it. That's his thing, and he jerks off to it. Right? Yeah, but and he what wants, else could it be? And he's going to eat it. So he wants it to get nice oh. and aromatic in there and all that. Age it. Yeah, but <laughs> like, why, like a soup. Yeah, but why not just take it, take it out? Oh, take it out. Shit soup. Take it out. Well, put that's it on a what plate. you would do if you like to eat shit. This guy yeah. likes it in the bowl. You know, Howard, Howard, I, Howard I, changed, I changed my mind. I'm now into shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean... I mean, take it out and put it on a plate and eat it. Put it I mean, on a plate with some candles yeah. on the table and some napkins, a little Chardonnay, bone appetite. <laughs> Gary, what do you want to say? I was going to ask, Sal's like, I know you're not into this, but you, like, who's, to you, who's the most beautiful woman in the world right now for you? Oh, like, Sophia you say, Vergara. Really? Sophia All right, Vergara. So Sophia Vergara were with you and she said she wanted you to shit on her. You wouldn't do it? I'd put a bib on and hold a knife and fork. I mean, for her, yeah. Uh, you don't say no to anything Sofia Vergara says. Dude, you don't think J-Lo is hotter than Sofia Vergara? Not even close. Oh, Not come on. Close. No way. Go away. Are you're you serious, Ronnie? You think yeah, J-Lo is hotter than Sofia Vergara? Yeah, that's right. Dude, yep. you're way out of line. hotter than all. Look, how could he be out of line? <laughs> These are his tastes. Nah, he, yeah. he's off. He's off on this. Yeah, Why am I off? I'll why? tell you why you're off. Who's the bigger star? And, and no offense. I mean, J-Lo's a beautiful woman, but I was on Daily Mail. Yeah. And, you know, they, they had pictures of J-Lo on the beach without all the bullshit fucking um, photoshopping and everything else. And don't get me wrong, very attractive woman and everything. But you could see the real J-Lo. 
You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Not the J Lo that you see all polished up on uh, these, uh, you know, on these pictures they release. Jenny from the block. Yes, yes, Ronnie Puppet. Jenny <laughs> from the block. Yes, but uh, <laughs> Sofia Vergara, I've seen in the same, uh, you know, kind of pictures. I'm talking candid pictures, and Sal happens to be right on this. She's hotter. You can't tell Ronnie he, what he thinks is hot is not hot. No, that's right. That's right. But I think Ronnie's right. resources, and Ronnie, do you read Daily Mail? No. Well, you should start reading it if you want to no. uh, offer opinions. I just, look, I, I just look at pictures of her. I see her on TV or whatever, and I think she's smoking hot, man. She's got a great face. <laughs> Why is that funny, Sal? It's funny that Howard asked you if you read. <laughs> of course you don't read. You don't read anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And then you go, I look at pictures. He sounds like a seven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read. I look at pictures. Yeah, well. A stupid. What do I have to read about what she looks like or what how, well, you know, what her fucking hobbies are? I look at the fucking pictures. If you're looking at a hot chick, you look at a fucking hot chick. Yeah. Okay. If you're gonna, if you're gonna no, comment you're on the bifocals, asshole. <laughs> not me. If you're gonna, if you're gonna comment but I read on, with them. Yeah. if you're gonna comment on Sofia Vergara versus um, uh, Jennifer Lopez, you have to do what I do. You have to look for uh, unedited, uh, random shots of these people, and then you'll know the truth. And that's what but I wait spend a most minute. of my time. Did you look at a early picture of J Lo, unedited, or not? No, these are recent pictures, Robin. This is what I'm saying, and I say it with peace and love. I mean, no offense to anybody's looks, because I look like a car hit me the other day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just saying Sofia Vergara does win that contest, although J-Lo does have the prettier face. I'll give that to Ron. Well, let's say oh. this. And a nice at, big at ass. And a great ass. You did not ha see J-Lo at her peak. I have. I saw her in person. I was at a uh, MTV, not MTV. Well, but she the was made up then. Yeah, but I saw I saw her ass. It's too big. I mean, for me, that's not my thing. Sal's right about this. Well, you can't. Again, there is a category of men no. who no, love those right. big asses. Ask no. JD. JD. JD, JD oh. would never say an ass was too big. JD's a freak. <laughs> JD's in love with Oprah because of her ass. Yeah. Well, Ronnie also, I disagree with this one. You think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is hot, right, Ron? Well, no, I think she'd be a good fuck. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Why is that? What's your theory Why? there? My yeah. theory is, my theory on her is she reminds me of like a girl that went to like a religious school, like an all girl school, and when she got out of school, she was like this wild girl and bit. That's what she reminds me of the type that, you know, is up for anything, but you think she's like this big church going girl, but really she is a church going girl, but she's a wild girl in the sack. Do you Damn say away. this because I know your sexual history? You were with a Catholic girl early on, one of the first girls you fucked, and she right. was wild in bed, right? But a super religious right. family. So are you projecting right. that into Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Well, she's got that look, right? That's that's what I'm, you know, projecting it on. Yeah, I, she's she's yeah. got that look, you know. Yeah, she's got that look it, that she's yeah. up for anything. Um, well, Ronnie, what about what know, about her physical it, body? Like who gives a shit, Gary? If you're, if you're there to fuck her, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You you, who gives a shit? Gary, a hole is a hole. I'm not, I'm not getting married to her. <laughs> you fuck past the lubs. You're looking for a wild chicken bed. You go after somebody like her. You come Let's say you were single. Let's say you were single. Would you fuck her? Oh, without a doubt. Wow. Would you take her to dinner? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so you'd go, out, you'd go out in public with her? 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> Checking. Ronnie told deal. us that he's interested in a foursome with Sarah Huckabee Sanders and that Kaylee McEnany or whatever her name is. That shit is smoking. He said he would do it, but he will not do it on camera. So if we get these women to do it with you. He won't do it on camera. When did he get yeah. scruples? Yeah, what's up? If I can no, get you no, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and that Kaylee and, and Stephanie, you won't do it on camera? <laughs> no. Come on. All right. Then fuck it. I'm not lining it up. Yeah, right. why would you right. do it? I got. I yeah. have some principles, you know. Ronnie told me he he would give uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders anal. That's his thing. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, sure he would. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. she's into it, guaranteed. Oh, come yeah. on. Oh, come we on. know what? you're into what, it, JD. There's no way she is like one of the least sexual people <laughs> out <laughs> there. Okay, okay, JD. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how much you know about girls. She's uh -huh. on the phone. She wants to say something to Ronnie. Sarah Sarah right. Sanders, hi. Hi, Ronnie. Hi. Yeah, hi. I would fuck the shit into you, Ronnie. You'll need a walker when I'm done with your old asshole. Fine with me. I can handle Good. you. You're going to need... I'm, I will... Own your ass pussy. I will fill your ass pussy with used tampons. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a woman. Of, of course, of course, he's into me. I have the sex appeal of Angelina Jolie and the attitude of an old NFL coach passing a kidney stone. I'm the full package. Yeah, you bet. And Ronnie wants you, so we're going to try and hook that up. Thank you, you so turn much. Turn him on. All right, Ronnie, yeah. get back to your package. You were uh, we we're trying to clean out the computer. Go ahead. So, so from the same uh, Esther porn star thing, um, it was the, the other question was, uh, what was your weirdest porn scene? Right. And uh, play clip three. I've done like farting clips before. I took the little fish tank pump things, like the little tubes, and like put it in my butthole and like pumped air up. So put all this air in my and push farts out. So that was kind of weird, right? You yeah, know, that's pulling yeah. back the curtain too much on uh, <laughs> porn. I mean, so what did they what? do? They pump air into her asshole so she'll... No, no, she does little she, bulb things. Yeah. She, does it, she does it herself with a fish pump for a fish tank, and yeah. she pumps air into her asshole like, like Will the Farta. She's like you a Will the Farta. You plug in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, oh, my what, goodness. What is she saying? I, that guys dig watching farting out of women? Yeah, I guess. I Man, yeah, I guess. Weird. But she's like Will Farter, but at least Will Farter pulls it in on his own. He doesn't need a pump. Of course. She, she needs she needs a fucking pump. All right. What's clip four? So clip four, um, we're getting... And let me say something, Ronnie, about that. What? A magician should never reveal his tricks. Uh, they shouldn't reveal that the farting videos are uh, people pumping air into their uh, assholes. That's mm, my opinion. That's I thought it and was she didn't weird, even so. know if that was weird. She was like, that's weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, you got a strange life if you don't know that's weird. <laughs> anyway, you were saying, what's clip so, four? We're, yeah, we're going to go on to uh, weird sounds now. I'll go away from this other shit. So Richard found this uh, about three, four years ago, and we never played it. Um, a guy sounding like a growling bear while he was coming. So play clip four. All right, this is this is under the category of weird Guys doing weird coming. Right. 
<laughs> if I did that, Beth would throw me right out of the house. I gotta keep. I gotta keep quiet. She's like, "Whoa, easy." But uh, Ronnie, would you make noises like that? He does not like that, but I do. I do make noise. I bet yeah. Gary makes noises like that. I, I blow. I, when I blow a load, man, sometimes it, it feels so good, man. It, it just like I. I can't help it. Do you I almost, say, I, I comes almost out of you. I, yeah, you, it's like I almost scream sometimes. Do you <laughs> do it right think, now, Ronnie? Give us do an you example. Think, I'm not coming now, jerk. Uh, Ronnie, don't you think that this loud coming from guys is a result of watching porn? I don't think guys used to do that kind of shit. I think women think that's weird. You know what I'm saying? I think porn has influenced the way guys blow a load now. Well, I, I, I think a lot of women like hearing a guy moan or or sc even scream when they fucking drop a load. If it's like she's jerking them off or giving them a blowjob or whatever. I mean, I think girls get turned on by that. Is that right, Robin? Well, you would like to hear something. You don't want to mute in the bed with you. Yeah, you don't like, want to be in bed with applause. me. I'm quiet. <laughs> I grew up trying to be quiet when I came, so my mom did a cat. Exactly. Yeah. It, my house My house was 1,100 square feet. My whole life was not making a noise when I finished. That's right. <laughs> and quiet. do you still hold to that practice? It took me a long time to I make a little noise, but it took me a long time. One, some, one time a girl goes, how come you don't make any noise? I was like, I don't yeah. want my mother to hear you. That thinks I'm weird when I make a lot of noise. So she's like, you know, sometimes I, I used to make some noise, and then she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing over there? And I was like, oh, I'm getting into it. You goes, calm down. Well, I, guess well, I don't know what kind of noise you were making. I were don't making. know. But now I come like a church mouse. <laughs> but that's some noise. I mean, listen to this guy. Yeah, that I would not put up with. Yeah, right. That would weird you out. It's like that um, Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he gets raped by a beer, by a bear. You know, he's like, he's like, he's. he's or it's like a guy turn, guy turning into a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Can you can you imagine the load this guy must be dropping? It's probably oh, not it, even a load. It was a, a big one. No, it was a big one. <laughs> yeah. You, was first it? of all, yeah. I've seen like documentaries on this stuff. The the porn star guys sometimes don't even drop a load. They have like these right. fake solutions that they have. You know what I mean? And then it's you know they, they I don't know what they use like crazy glue shit like that. They don't know call. Richard is out there waiting to measure their load. Don't right. disappoint me, guys. <laughs> so I Ronnie, mean, some of these some of these fucking guys. I mean, forget about the Lord, well, they drop. It's unbelievable. Supposedly, eating tons of celery will give you a, a big uh, load. That's what Peter North supposedly said. Have Richard, have you spent? Have you taken supplements in your life to try to replicate what you've seen? Yeah, Peter. I went to Peter North appearance in Orlando when I lived there, and he was selling pills, like big load pills, and I took them. <laughs> yeah, and did they I'm, work? Yeah, no. yeah. No, they oh, did. God. But I wasn't getting laid. They were only just for me. <laughs> oh, <Wow>. gross. <laughs> Why would you want a big load just for you? Just, you ran out of pills? <laughs> but you're saying, saying called, you're saying actually the pills called big load actually pills? worked? You're saying you act? Yeah, sorry, they seem to. I mean, I'd, mm -hmm. you know, I'd wait. I'd save it up for a while, too. But it, between the pills and just not getting laid, it, it was working pretty good. Load pills, huh? I, yes. I would be really weirded out buying pills from a porn star for yeah, my load. Yeah, what do you, you think know? is in <laughs> those pills? Yeah, I would think I didn't even read. I didn't even read the ingredients. I didn't give a shit. I was what like, are those pills called, by the way? I mean, what are they? 
I mean, this was like 25 years ago. I'd have to look it up. It's something like Peter North magic load bills or something like that. <laughs> mm, wow. Or rope, rope <laughs> pills. Look, Mom, I got some magic load pills. <laughs> it's kind of a take on uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Mom sends you out to the store for some food for the family, and you, you, you get sold magic load pills. And it, it's funny because... Peter North was appearing at like a porn store with Jenna Jameson, and I totally ignored Jenna Jameson. I just kept asking <laughs> Peter yeah. questions. How, how long ago? How long ago did you buy those load pills? Like ninety-seven, I think. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Dude, yeah, you should, ninety-seven. You should have been dropping nice loads at your age. <laughs> oh, I was. I wanted. I'd wanted more. Uh, I wanted yeah, to be like not, Peter. He's a perfectionist. But, he was yeah. all by himself, Ronnie. Something needed to happen. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine, was, like, the, if you had a, a movie of the Peter North life, and it was like the, the biggest point in the movie, dramatic point, would be, holy shit, somebody just bought these dumb pills. I found some <laughs> fucking idiot who bought Peter North load pills. And he's, I met him. He, he drove down here. He ignored Jenna Jameson. And, uh, and then, but and you then know the, they didn't work because he didn't keep the supply up. Yeah, right. And then, and then the music swells because it's the big moment in the movie where he sells some pills finally. Uh, Ronnie, what's this last clip so I can move on? Uh, the last clip is this guy uh, face-fucking a chick. And the sounds that he makes, it's in between the Three Stooges and J.D. Play clip right. five. Uh, Richard likes this stuff. What's he doing? Like the curly shuffle in her mouth? Is he like moving around a lot? Well, yeah. yeah but, but dude, I mean, what 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 is face fucking? I mean, if you're not sticking in in her mouth, what else are you doing? Are you putting her in her eyeballs? What what are you doing with that shit? Well, I think it's shoving the face into you, like grabbing the head and being very forceful. So he is getting a blowjob. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. yeah. I need some. I need some realism in my. I, yeah. I think these guys you know who try to make themselves. You know these guys who try to make themselves into the star of the movie. They ruin the fucking porn. You know we're not Absolutely. there to see some dude carrying on like a lunatic. I I, 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 I agree. I think yeah. that's stupid. Let's say hi to um, Tim. Tim, go ahead. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Ladies and gentlemen, how's it going? Come on, Tim, quick. You know how the show works. We don't have time for fucking bullshit. Hey now. I appreciate that. I had a call about Ronnie's taste in women. His range is from J-Lo to Kelly McEnany and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Is there a woman he wouldn't have sex with? Yeah, name a woman you wouldn't have sex with. I don't know. Somebody asked me about Dolly Parton yesterday. I don't think so. That, uh, I mean, that's I, as far a range as you could possibly have. One is the most amazing woman, Helena Troy. And then the other two are like Midwestern Cornhuskers. So what, dude? But they're good fucks. Guaranteed. I don't know that there's anybody. Yeah, Ronnie had the woman. Romney got the blowjob from the woman who took out her teeth <laughs> while he was getting a massage. Right? That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Good point is right, man. <laughs> 
Lisa, go ahead. You're on the air in New Jersey. Lisa. Hey, good morning, Howard. Um, listen, I just have to call Gary out with the comments about Sarah. First of all, with a face like his, he really shouldn't be talking. And uh, Ronnie is absolutely right. I'm in the hotel business. Those political chicks are pent up, aggressive, and he has it right on the money with that. Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking that if you're going to be, if it's going to be a fantasy, you could just pick whoever you want. Why would you pick Sarah Sanders? That was kind of my point. Do you know what? Do you want to know why, Gary? No, I feel you on yeah. that, but I'm just saying, don't be like, oh, are you going to take her in public? Like your wife takes you in public. <laughs> That's true. On a leash. <laughs> um, I love no, you, no, Gary, but, I, but, but come but, on. You know you'd fuck Sarah in a second. You know it. I would not. I, I, I mean, I probably have in the past somebody who looks very much like her, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. She doesn't appeal to me. All right, boys. Dude, you don't always go for the looks. Howard, thank you for being on the air. I appreciate you so much. I'm furloughed from the hotel business. People, please start traveling. We need to get our jobs back. All right, Lisa. I don't know how we're supposed to do that, but sure, we'll get right on that. Well, I think people are gone, traveling. I just heard there's a ton of people in Cancun who are trying to make it back to the States because there's a storm headed that way. And they showed pictures of a packed airport. I'll tell you how we're going to start traveling again, because, uh, you know, even I'm getting a little tired of being locked in my house for seven months. Uh, you got to really sit down and think this through. Because we are desperate. We need a change because there is no national movement. There are no experts working on this thing. There's no scientists talking to us on a national level. We need a mask uh, campaign in this country like we've never seen before. We need to get the fucking virus under control. We need to hear scientists talking. We need to hear experts. Um, there's got to be a push. There have been other viruses that have been in other countries, but we had experts from the United States who went over there and nipped them in the bud early on. And it's those kinds of initiatives. That's why we pay taxes. That is why we need government. This is the stuff. Government's supposed to protect all of us. Not if you're a Trump voter, not if you're a Biden voter, not I'm going to cut off your funds if you don't vote for me. It's got to be one concerted effort to get this shit under control like other countries have accomplished. That's it. Um, you know, going you on Twitter this morning. The, the, the leader of the country to say, go out and get it. Don't worry about it. Listen, I don't know what the fuck is going on. You, you know, to say not to go out and live your life is not the answer. Uh, the, the tweet this morning making fun of California's math rules are ridiculous. Uh, if I was Kamala Harris uh, and in this debate, you know, they're, they're thinking of putting up a piece of plexiglass during the they debate. They are putting up the plexiglass. Yeah. And Biden, who uh, not Biden, uh, uh, Pence is saying, uh, what do we need that for? Yeah. OK, pal. You no, know, he's not bringing go... it to it because 20 something people in the White House all have COVID. All of our military leaders all have COVID. This idea of strutting around and bragging while people are sick, people are losing their jobs. Uh, the COVID help is officially over. We've been told that. Um, look, I, I, I happened to watch the speech Biden gave yesterday uh, talking about race. And, um, you know, my impression was, and I saw a bunch of people talking about it afterwards, when people feel heard, 
you might not agree with people, but when people feel heard and they feel like, like they're, they suddenly feel like they're part of the team. If you just fucking attack people all the time and you, and you make them feel like big government doesn't hear them, it goes a long way when a guy comes out and says, look, I know we have racial problems. Of course we have racial problems. We got to address them. We got to talk to them. We got to do things better. That's good. That's good. That's good. Makes people feel like they're on the team. People who, have, you know, people are dying of this COVID right now. People are afraid to, to, to leave their homes. You want to get, you want to get past this fucking nightmare we're in? This kind of no science, no kind of bullshit world we're in right now? No, what? No science? That's it? No help for people who are suffering right now? I mean, the White House has more COVID cases right now than all of Taiwan. Think they about that. They have a major outbreak. Yeah. And then I'm getting ridiculed because I'm wearing a mask. Fuck that. We need science. We need a national effort. We need government working for us. That's it. You want to go travel again? That's when I'm going to come out of the fucking house. That's what That's what I know. I can't take this anymore. This is well, crazy. You know, I don't see Howard, an end in sight. There could have I, been an initiative to create rapid testing that was accurate and reliable. Absolutely. And people could get on an airplane if that was uh, the case. There were over 40,000 new cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. yesterday. You think we're going to be able to travel? Our passports are shit. They don't even want us traveling over right. these other countries. You're in an infected country. We are fucked. And I'm reading tweets about Obamagate this morning. I don't give two fucks about Obamagate. I want to get the fuck out of my house. And the only way that's going to happen is if this COVID thing is defeated. We can't get out of our houses until then. No one's going anywhere. We're royally fucked. And that's the role of government. Not to hide the fact that COVID's there. We got we to gotta know the truth. We got to know what we're dealing with. 40,000 new cases. We ain't going anywhere, man. I, I, I can't take it anymore. This is absurd. And uh, listen, if I was Kamala Harris, I'd say, look, here's your choice. Forget everything else. I don't give a shit about anything else. This is all I'm going to say, and then I'm going to leave. One of us wanted a plexiglass divider. Why I wanted a plexiglass divider is because I don't want to get COVID-19. A plexiglass divider makes total sense for this debate. Do you want a government where they say plexiglass divider makes sense? That'll help us get rid of this thing. Or do you want a government where the guy comes on and says, what a bunch of pussies. Plexiglass divider. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. What do you want? You want common sense and science? Or do you want some fucking bullshit nonsense? Stop drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. Let's get rid of this COVID-19. I don't want to sit in my fucking goddamn house anymore. <laughs> Who makes fun of a plexiglass divider? What? Oh, and I'm not cool because I don't want to get COVID-19? I, I do want to wear a mask. I want to get rid of it. I want to, I want to go visit my parents. At the last debate, the president probably had not had a COVID test because Pences he the wasn't head. taking them on a regular basis. He lied about that, too. My vice president is the head of the coronavirus response team, and he doesn't want a plexiglass divider. Come on, dude. It's common sense. Forget all your other issues. I don't give a fuck what your issues are. What are you worried about? I'm, I want to get out of the house. But the greatest thing is he was in charge of this response. And look at what a mess it is. My president yesterday 
retweeted a tweet comparing wearing a mask to carrying a purse. In other words, I'm a fucking girl because I want to wear a mask. And what's sit, wrong with being a girl? Then sit in your fucking house. <laughs> then sit in your fucking house for the next year and a half because I got news for you. You ain't going anywhere. As long as we fucking are being ridiculed for wearing masks and the yahoos are running around without masks, sit fucking home and keep taking it up the ass. The president is probably still infectious. And I'm he's tired walking it, around man. the White House making other people sick. And uh, don't fucking call me and tell me I'm an asshole for saying this stuff. If you can't understand the simple argument that we got to get rid of COVID-19 by wearing masks, doing tracing and testing, and coming up with, with, with plan, a plan, a national plan, and a, a fucking really top-notch scientist addressing the American people every day. That's it. You're going to tweet out that I'm a fucking pussy because I want to wear a mask? That, that's like me carrying a purse? Are you, what fucking world do we live in? And that's Who, the debate. What president would ever say that? That's the debate. Forget all the other bullshit. Forget everything. You disagree with this, the economy, that, blah, blah. Forget it. There are people with COVID right now. They're dead. That's it. They're dying. They're on ventilators. We got to get out of this nightmare. We're going to keep hearing about how we're pussies for wearing masks. What, what Women sense want does quality, and the president I'm, is saying you're you're. It's like wearing a purse. What does that tell you about how he feels about women's rights? I mean, Richard took load pills, and he knows to wear a mask. What? Well, yes, Rob, you're on the air. Hey, yeah, uh, I, I had got tested uh, positive for COVID uh, through the antibodies first part of May. I've had vertigo. I have lung problems. I can't even get in to see a pulmonologist for my lungs until November. And I have friends, people I have known all my life, that are freaking idiots that won't wear a mask. Well, let me tell you something, Rob. You have lung problems, you have vertigo, and you can't even get into your doctor to get an appointment. Let me tell you something. You ain't being flown to Walter Reed, dude. You ain't getting a special drug that, you know, that, that, that basically gets rid of all the viral load. You know, you talk about antibodies. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're stuck yeah. in your house. I'm stuck in my house. This is the reality. I don't, I don't go Nobody anywhere. gets to go to Walter Reed. We don't get that. No. I don't get that. You don't get that. The other that. day they said the president is probably the only person who's been treated this early with Absolutely. this kind of uh, medication. Listen, you know, there is no more. It is, it, it is indicative of the thought process of our government right now. Don't wear a mask. It's like you're carrying a purse. Uh, am I in a fucking twilight zone or something? My guys, I haven't seen my guys in seven months. I, I, I see them over a fucking camera because I can't go to work. And you're going to tell me there's some other issue that you're going to. Uh, I mean, this is, look at how this is being botched and how it's being handled. Wake it's the now fuck become up. a national security issue, and our president, who could have avoided COVID, then put the country in danger by becoming incapacitated because he refused to follow some guidelines. So, Rob, what are you going to do? Right now, I'm huddled down the house. I'm waiting for, they put me on um, inhaler and steroids for the lungs. That hasn't improved. I'm still constantly off balance. Longer I'm awake, longer I'm up, more off balance I am. 
Rob, I want to tell you something. If I was if I was president, Rob, I'll tell you what I would do. I swear to you, this is the truth. I would devote my every waking minute to getting you the same drugs that I got at Walter Reed. And it would be my job and my mission. Everybody in in the United States. That's right. You bet. That's what I want to read. That's what I want to hear about. That's it. I don't want to hear about any bullshit about Obamagate. I don't give a fuck about Obamagate. There's no Obamagate. Everything's fine. Obamagate. Gives a flying fuck about Obamagate. We're fucked, man. We're all sitting in our homes. You think that the whole thing is staged with Trump getting COVID? Just, just for I don't know. Just the the, the fact, good. Rob, that we're now asking those kinds of questions is uh, it just shows you how crap, crap, how, how just fucking whacked out the country is, dude. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, I've never seen my country like this. It's fucking crazy. It's scary. It's just, it's dark, man. It's dark. All right, Rob, you hang in there, pal. I'm, right, I wish I could you tell you care, somebody's thanks, coming sir. up with a plan, but I don't have one. But you feel better. I hope. Hey, I hope you'll I be okay. Be All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, anyway, let's get back to something happier. Yeah, can we play another clip what happened of that to guy? Fucking her? What, what happened to what? Fucking, what happened to fucking, fucking Sanders there? I was fucking her, and we wound up on this. Right, I know, but I'm just <laughs> upset. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't understand what's going on, Ronnie. I don't understand it. It's weird, man. When are you going to get to Vegas? When are you going to get to retire? When are you going to do all that? I want to get married. And right. when is the president going to stop tweeting and ruining the stock market? You know, things were getting better. He started tweeting yesterday. All the stocks fell. You know, it's been almost a year since I've heard Gary cough up phlegm in person. You know, I know remember, I'd, I'd come in the morning and I would hear. <clears throat> he doesn't no, I do don't that hear for it. you over uh, the meeting portal? No. He won't do it over Zoom. <laughs> I, do, I, have, I have a button now. Watch this. I go. <clears throat> yeah, so he's got a button. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> well, all right. Ronnie, thank you for that package. Let's. Um, who's You're next welcome. on the list here? Richard. Who is it going to be? Richard? Okay, Richard, you take over. What do we have here in the computer? All right. So I want to honor my roots on the show as a fan. I want to do a little tribute to Stern Show fans um, who've sent in song parodies that never aired. So this is my... Tribute to the fans. You know, I started off as a huge fan of yours, Howard, and I was living in a storage unit. Uh, I was an electrician. I would listen to you at work, and I just, these song parodies would pop in my head, and uh, that's how I ended up getting this job was from sending you Casey Armstrong song parodies, and uh, you guys used to goof on him for allegedly having gay tendencies just like me, so play clip one. Was great. Guys, guys, guys. At the Ramrod in Fort Lauderdale. Guys, guys, guys. Rockin' yes. at the manhole in Jacksonville. Those were great, though. That's how I met you, Richard. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You sent me those songs. Richard was living in a storage unit. That's how right. much did it cost you to get these things done? 
Um, they used to have like free recording programs you could just download. So I had like、oh, a cheap、okay. computer and I bought a cheap microphone and kind of taught myself to do it. Thanks. To All、Howard. right. So show me what you got here. What is it so, that was in the computer? This is a tribute to the fans, and we even have an intro. Play clip two. What do you mean a tribute to the fans? Explain this to me. What am I listening fans to? Fans who we're、uh, doing a little tribute to other fans who send in song parodies that we haven't played yet. I see. So these are song parodies we haven't heard. Yep. Oh, from、right. various fans. It's time for a tribute to the fans. All right. So. My favorite song parodies are like the super low budget ones when it's a guy singing into a boombox and the zero production value. So, like when sound back when we were at the office, when Sal and I would get a cassette tape in the mail, he'd get super excited. We're like, "Oh, this is gonna be creepy and funny sounding." So, one great fan is Jesse from San Diego, and here's a wonderful montage of songs about our beautiful Robin. Play clip、All、three.、Right. My tongue is your toilet paper, licking your ass when you shit the brown. My tongue is your toilet paper, licking your ass when you shit the brown. And I squeeze your titties while I lick your shitty coffee enema, asshole. Robin, let's make some coffee truffle butter. Coffee truffle butter. Robin, sweet black pussy, till I get HPV. <laughs> Boy, How, that guy's really bad. That guy's really <laughs> good. How did we never that have that guy. guy on the show? I mean, wow. When did we've, when... pl- we've played other things from him? I think years ago, like five or six years ago. But these are just songs that that we never got to. Oh my him, God!、So. He sings with such passion and he, and an emotion. I mean, he's fucking amazing. <laughs> he、oh、doesn't let the low quality get in his way. He's really into it. But another I great swear, fan. I should have hired this guy instead of you. I mean, yeah, this guy's he, songs are how miracle. How did he get beat out by you, Richard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I better look out for my job. <laughs> like, yeah, damn right. Uh, so another fan that we love, he's a friend of the show, the great comedian Mike Boschetti, and he sent in some great song parodies. Here's a montage.、Uh, play clip four. The comedian Mike Bichetti sends in songs about Robin. Yeah, well, about yeah,、that. about everybody on the show. Yeah, he, really, he's, he's an、awesome. eagle opportunity offender. Well,、yep. Let me hear this. I had no idea. There is a show called the Stern Show, and Howard is the king, and Baba Booey messes up everything. He looks like a penguin and talks like a man. Na na na, Ronnie. His whole career has been one big scam. Ronnie, Ronnie, his name is Gary Delabate. He thinks he is a somebody, but he is nobody. I say fire, you say fool. He says fire, you say boo. How in town knows he's a jackass too? Oh my! Well, I、uh, called you, Gary. Yeah, I mean,、uh, you could see why this guy's a professional comedian. I mean, <laughs> the, the, did, we, did we test? Did, did we ever test his IQ? I mean, they say the best songs are written in ten minutes, and、uh, I believe that. 
I believe like he wrote all of those minute. in 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 seconds. 10 seconds, yeah. That is all fantastic. Right, so, Thank you, Mike. Mike Bichetti and Jesse yeah, from thanks. San Diego. The fans uh, always send us great songs. Yeah, thank That's you, beautiful. fans. And and can I just make a little announcement, too? You know, because of this pandemic, Howard, like yes. fan, Sal and I used to send out 8x10s to the fans, and now we're getting nasty emails of fans that are pissed that we're not sending them out. Meanwhile, we're in a pandemic. We're not at the office. So sorry, fans. Uh, we'll try to get your 8x10s out to you as soon as we get back to the office. Yeah, by the way, that's a very responsible thing to do. I don't want any fucking physical mail coming to my house, quite frankly. Yeah, let's not send out frivolous, ridiculous things like Sal and, and Richard's picture. <laughs> yeah, but to some people, I guess that's important because they've been right. One guy, I got an email here. One guy's like, Richard, you're no more my favorite. Go eat your own asshole. I'm putting a curse on you. Like, <laughs> yeah, like ah, fuck him. What a fan. Cindy, Cindy in Ohio, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good. Um, I have a question for you, since you have daughters. Um, my granddaughter was grounded for uh, a number of things, got her phone taken away, got into my daughter's closet where she had hid the phone, and took pictures of, well, videos of her, the JJ, and sent it to these hood rats that she supposedly liked. And, of course, the guy showed it to everyone, and now um, my daughter is sending her phone back to me because I, we've had enough, and we're going to, I'm going to sell it. And basically, you know, she's 13, and she, the only reason she had a phone was because she's in sport. And I just, my daughter wants me to get her a flip phone so she can make calls, but I don't think she should have a phone at all. And I wonder what your opinion was of that. Hmm. Well, you're asking you know, a heavy question. This story question. was going on. I was like, and you're calling us? Yeah. Well, first <laughs> we advice is, <laughs> yeah, the first advice is uh, don't listen to us. <laughs> but um, so you say, uh, let me, I, some of it I didn't understand. But the, the, the gist is that um, your granddaughter is 13 years old. And she's yeah, sending she's pictures of her vagina. To hood rats in her neighborhood. Is that it? Yeah, guys that go to her school that have bad reputations. No. She doesn't like the good guys because they're boring. Well, first of all, don't and, don't take away her phone. Take away her vagina. That's the problem. <laughs> you can't do I that, Howard. No, you can't. You can't take away her vagina. <laughs> no, Cindy, well. I'm going to give you some good advice. Okay, and uh, you can okay. take it or leave it because I'm no expert. But has anyone thought to sit down with your granddaughter and really say to her, you know, hey, I love you. You're such a great kid. Um, I think a lot of what you're doing is going to have some pretty heavy, you know, heavy consequences. But why are you doing it? Like, what are you, why are you sending your vagina to the hood rats? Has anyone asked her that? And the last, the reason she got her phone taken away in the first, my daughter found um, vape pens, you know, the, the, you know, the nicotine vape pens, and she lost her phone privileges for that, and she's been grounded. She's supposed to be ungrounded after Halloween, 
because she lost mm. her right to have a, a Halloween party. And I, when I was down there, I was down there last week because I live in Columbus. She lives in Pennsylvania. And I, I sat down to, to talk to her, and she just got up and walked away from me. I don't want to hear this. So my daughter well, is getting her into counseling. She's calling counseling. There you go. Right that's now. a good. That's oh, the easy. That's the best answer I've heard. Get her some kind of like a psychiatric social worker or something to talk to her because uh, this kid needs to be talked to. You know, uh, and maybe well, I mean, more than I, she I needs her. to be talked to. It's what you were saying before. She needs to be listened to. So 